I'm Jessica Risker, and this is Music Therapy. I am a Chicago musician and also a licensed clinical professional counselor. Music Therapy is a show that focuses on mental health. Uh, was inspired by these weird times during the pandemic to put a special focus on mental health awareness, taking care of yourself, and also to talk with other musicians and artists about their experience during quarantine and how their lives have been impacted and just kind of where they're at. So. Um, my feeling is that by hearing other people's stories, um, we, can, we can find out how other people are coping, if they're coping, we can find ways to relate and um, just kind of strengthen the community by, by having a space to talk about these things. So today I'm really excited. I'm going to get to him in a minute, but I'm going to be talking with William Pierre Ramsey of um, Boys vs. Girls. He's going to be on in just a minute. And, and, and I'll get to him, I'll invite him on to a few quick introductions. Uh, first, to the show, I wanted to do a, a quick check-in with myself. I've been feeling a little bit down the past couple days, but I think that that's, um, that's come and gone over this time. And I know it comes in waves, so I'm just trying to remind myself that you know it'll be over. And as I was looking through um, William's uh, his Facebook and his Instagram, I actually felt, you know, lifted up because he can be so inspirational and inspiring um, in, in his posts and just sends a lot of positivity out there. And so that in itself cheered me up and um, I'm anxious to talk to him and just see how he's doing. So before I ask him on, um, let me share what the rest of the weekend is going to look like. So tomorrow on Saturday, uh, my Western Vinyl label mate, Joseph Shavison, will be on. On Sunday, Shelby Turner, he's Richard Album, uh, will be on. And on Monday, Sasha Mullen is going to be on, and they're all going to be talking about how they've been experiencing um, the quarantine, how it's been impacting them. So, William, why don't you come on and, and request to join? Oh, go ahead. I need to change. <laughs> turn my camera oh, around. Hi. Oh, there we go. <laughs> hi. Hey. How are you? Hi. I'm pretty good hanging in there. How are you? Same. I would say the same. Yeah, I was feeling a little blue, but uh, I am I am looking forward to talking to you. So, um, yeah, I'm hanging in there. It goes in waves. How are you feeling today? Uh, today I'm feeling pretty good. I got to see my uh, my dad earlier today, so that kind of put me in a really good mood because the last the, the past few days have been kind of weird for me as well. So, really? uh yeah, so it was nice to see my dad. Made me happy. Anything going on the past few days or just part of the, the whole process? Honestly, just part of the whole process. Just the whole quarantine thing. Like some days are like, you know, amazing. And then other days you just feel sad. Like, um, so for the past few days, it's been kind of, I don't know, me just kind of getting my own feelings, I guess, or just overthinking about everything that's happening. So Yeah, for sure. Well, I want to ask you about that, but let me, I've been um, starting off with every artist I'm talking about to try to get a sense of kind of where your life, what your life looked like before quarantine and what it's looking like now. So to get that picture, what did, you know, what did you have going on? Were you working a job? Did you have like a daily or weekly kind of routine that was going on before we all got shut down? What did that look like? Yeah, um, I started working for myself um, right before all of this happened and you know, I was pretty much working five days, sometimes six days a week. What were you doing? Uh, I was cleaning homes. Uh -huh. I, like, have my own, like, cleaning service. So I was doing that. Uh -huh. And then I was um, 
I also was like line. I had a bunch of shows lined up as well that I was like super excited about. Um, like an event that I, I that I do at the Gallery Cabaret every month called the Pride Takeover. Yeah. So I was preparing. I was literally preparing for the next one, and then we went into lockdown. So I saw that because that was supposed to be on the twenty third of March, right? No, so uh, the next one was supposed to be the first Saturday in April. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was already like putting the lineup together. I was reaching out to people. I was like, you know, I was super excited. And then this happened. So. Yeah. So, mm. are you working at all right now, or did that all stop? Uh, it comes in waves. Like I get clients here and there, but people are kind of. Uh, I think people are kind of cautious to have people in, in their homes right now, which makes sense. I, so it, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. No, that's what I was going to say. So it's like, I totally understand, but yeah, it comes in waves. Sometimes I have a few clients and sometimes it's like no clients at all. So yeah, yeah. it just yeah. depends. Yeah. Sometimes just so you know, sometimes there's a delay. It's one of the things that kind of annoys me about, um, I mean, it's, it is what it's fine, but like sometimes it'll feel like, we might talk over each other because of the delay. So sorry if it feels that way. Um, no, it's okay. Instagram needs to get better at that, but yeah. yeah it's on Instagram. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, how do you, how do you feel about, it? I mean, that, that can be a risk to you too, to go into people's homes. Is that, how is that for you? Yeah. To be honest with you, that was also my concern. Like originally I was like, Oh yeah, I'll be totally fine. Just, you know, wear protective gear, whatever. And then I started thinking, I'm like, how safe is it that I'm going into, you know, basically random homes and I'm, and a lot of my clients, they travel a lot and it's like, it's not worth me putting my own life at risk. You know, I'm just like, I'll find some kind of way to make money, money comes and goes, but I'm like, it might be smarter for me to kind of take this time to do something that I rarely ever do in my life, which is just relax and breathe a little bit. Uh -huh. So we have a question. Why am I just noticing yeah. you wear earrings? What? <laughs> these, uh, these are new. I got these a few weeks ago. Oh, really? So, the earrings yeah. or, the, or the piercing? Uh, yeah, it's, ear it's earrings. Earrings? Yeah, earrings, yeah. So, the piercings I've had forever. So, so since that change, since lockdown changed, and then your work life shifted, I mean, how, what do your days look like these days? Now, honestly, I've just been creating uh kind of at scale um like even before this happened i was already thinking about working on like an album or whatever but i just didn't really have the time mm -hmm. and since this has happened i literally have just been making songs almost every almost every day or almost every other day mm -hmm. uh, which has been really really nice how you know some people i've talked to have found that the, the quarantine and just the uncertainty of, of work and, and the future that's been impacting their inspiration or the creativity um do you feel like that's been the case for you uh in some ways because like my I, mean, I think you probably know from just my my facebook posts um my life in general has always been kind of <laughs> uncertain and i've always kind of um kind of thrived i guess in uncertain times you know like there's a good part of my life where i was literally homeless for years and years and years living in and out of motels and i had no idea how the future uh would be but for me art art was always the thing that made sense that and my faith in god were the two things that always made sense for me personally mm -hmm. so when this situation happened 
it kind of, to be honest with you, in many ways it felt like, oh, this is another challenge that I have to like overcome, you know, like that's, that's honestly my mentality at this point in my life, where it's like, I'm not, I'm not necessarily afraid. It's just more of like, okay, I'm going to find a way to make this work. End of story. Like, I'm just going to find a way to overcome it. So. Okay. Do you are, is what you're going through inspiring the music that you're making right now? Like any theme? 100%. One hundred percent. Yeah, because like for so this is um, like my debut album and the common theme in most of the songs is really about the situation. It's just about kind of isolation and anxiety and, um, you know, kind of reflecting about God and what is our place in the world and, you know, what happens after we die and all those kind of things. It, it during this entire situation, I feel like I've just been reflecting a lot more on things like that. Like, what do you want your life to mean, basically? And that's been kind of a recurring theme um, on this album so far. Have you come to any realizations for yourself about about those questions? Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like... Like I always, I always have believed in God or or the idea that there's something beyond myself, mm-hmm. um, and even in this situation, I believe that even more so. Um, I think for me, it's made me really think about, or really come to accept that okay, you know, one day I'm not going to be here. So instead of me putting things on hold that I want to do, I should probably you know do what I actually want to do now. Like say what I want to say now. Like create the best art that I can right now, Mm -hmm. because I think this entire situation has taught all of us that life can change literally in in just an instant, you know, and we, and we constantly put so many things on hold because we think, Oh, we have tomorrow. Oh, we have the next year. And, you know, that's just not the case. So it's encouraged me to really want to live more, if anything. It's, I mean, it's interesting to hear you talk about that because you know, we've known each other for years now when, yeah. when, you know, I was just starting out like at open mics and I think you were starting out there too. And like to see, to see what you've like, where you've taken everything that you're doing and you're putting out stuff a lot. You're, you're very positive. I mean, do you feel like you were holding yourself back in some ways? Because it looks to me like you, you are really active and you have been really active. Um, I think I was, I think the first, especially when kind of me and you were kind of part of the same scene, I I initially definitely was holding back in general. I wasn't, um, I wasn't very comfortable in my own skin. I wasn't very, um, I guess, confident in my, in my art or in my thoughts or what I wanted to say. Mm -hmm. And at this point in my life, I'm just like incredibly comfortable with who I am Mm -hmm. and also just again, as, as not to sound like depressing, but just like honestly reflecting and accepting the reality of death. It really does free you to like, oh man, I should probably like do something <laughs> with my life, you know, yeah, like, yeah. so. What do you feel along the way has, has taken you from not feeling comfortable with who you are to feeling now really comfortable with who you are? What has helped you with that? Um, I think there's a lot of little things along the way, right? Um, Definitely, obviously, coming out was like a huge 
thing for me. Uh, once I did that, I like transformed into a different person slowly, but surely, mm-hmm. but also, um, you know, not to, uh, not to quote the, uh, I think it was the Barack Obama slogan in 2008, but like be the change you want to see or whatever it was. Uh-huh. And I just started really thinking about that. I'm like, okay, I can either wait for people to give me permission to be myself and say what I want, or I can just give myself permission to do that. And so I just started doing it little by little by little. I just, I don't know what, honest to God, I really don't, it really was not, it was not just one particular moment. It was a series of moments that kind of led to me having this uh, butterfly type of situation right now. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, you know, imagining the complexity of what that must have looked like, because it sounds, if I'm, if I'm thinking about, you know, what you said earlier about periods of homelessness and mm-hmm. all this personal change you've gone through, it seems like I can't imagine the amount of complexity of experience experience or the people that you may have had or not had around you that also contributed to like who you've become, what that has looked like. You put out a really positive vibe on, I always find it inspiring. You always put out a really positive vibe on, on social media and very encouraging of other people. One thing that I, I wanted to ask you was sometimes I think that when people carry like a lot of positivity, people kind of expect that of them, but even positive people don't feel positive all the time. And I was wondering, do you feel, do you ever feel pressure from people to like keep that positivity going, even if you're not feeling it? Um, No, not anymore. I think initially I did. So I went through a period in my life where, you know, I desperately wanted to be liked by everyone. Right. I was very much a, a, a people pleaser, a very much like, okay, I got to live up for to this person or to that person. And where I'm at now, again, I just feel comfortable enough where it's like, you know what? I don't always feel incredibly positive about life because, but I also don't place my self-worth on people's expectations of me either good or bad. I, I just like, I, I guess I know myself enough where it's like, I don't, value someone else's opinion over mine when it comes to myself. Uh Um, So it's like, if I'm not having a good day, I'm not going to pretend and like, Oh, let me, I'm, I'm the positive guy. Let me, you know, put on the mask. I'm like, I'm at a point in my life where there's no point for me to do that. I'm just going to be authentically myself as, as much as possible. So. Do you ever, I mean, does your confidence ever wane? Do you ever have doubts about yourself? Of course. Of course. I mean, I mean, I think from an artist to an artist, I think, you know, this, this music journey is, is filled with up and downs. Um, even now, yeah, I still sometimes have times where I doubt myself um, or doubt, can I actually pull this off? And I think that's just being human. You know, one thing I'm, I'm, I'm learning more and more and I'm getting better at is kind of just um, being more gentle to myself and not beat myself up when I do have those moments of doubts. And when I do feel negative, you know, just kind of accepting that, you know, you're a person, you're going to sometimes feel not so great. You're going to sometimes doubt your, your worth or your ability. Um, so I'm just, honestly, I'm just learning to be kinder to myself. Yeah. Um, do you, let's see, I wanted to ask, do those days where you're feeling a little bit more down or you, you said the past few days have been a little bit rougher. 
Does, mm -hmm. does that affect your creative output or do you try to still make things even if you're feeling down or do you give yourself permission to take a break? Um, now, to be honest with you, now I'm starting to realize I need to give myself permission to take a break. Uh -huh. um, because otherwise I'm not creating really from, I don't know, I guess I'm not creating from a pure place when I'm like just stuck in my head. Um, and like I, I, there's days where I'm like just incredibly super depressed and I don't want to do anything. Yeah. Um, and that's honestly how the last few days have been. It's just been like me kind of in bed and kind of just sitting, not really doing much of anything. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I, when I'm having a really bad day like that, I don't, I don't push myself to, to create. I just kind of, I don't know. I just kind of let the day pass by, I suppose. Okay. Okay. Is that how you're feeling today? No, not at all. Today, like I said, I mean, I got to see my dad today, so that was really cool. Um, also, th another thing I'm starting to practice, and I'm trying to get better at doing it daily, is uh, meditation. So that's something that's really, it's something I used to not really take serious. I was like, oh yeah, meditation, whatever. But um, I do notice that I feel a bit more positive whenever I do it. Especially when I'm having like really bad days. Okay, so. that's great. So, what do you? What does your meditation practice look like? Do you have a certain time of day or a certain length of time that you try to do it? Yeah. So right now, because I'm so new to the world of meditation, I'm doing like uh, I usually do five minute meditations in the morning. I just honestly like find these YouTube videos like positive meditation yeah. five minutes whatever. Uh -huh. um, so I usually do that and. It just, it just, I don't know what it does, but it kind of just changes your attitude throughout the day. It just, it makes things less worse in some way. Um, but yeah, my routine is in the morning time to meditate. Okay. So it sounds like it really lasts you for, it'll really change the course of your day. Yeah, it does. Cause I can be, I can be kind of moody <laughs> throughout the day. So yeah. meditation definitely helps. So. Okay. Is there anything mm -hmm. else that's helped you get through this, you know, this, time that we're in? I mean, yeah, not to be uh, incredibly cheesy, but my significant other, it's been, mm -hmm. um, it's been really nice to have him. Like we live together. So it's been kind of nice to have another person. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know, just to talk to just to spend time with, because for me, I'm the kind of person where if I spend too much time isolated, too much time alone, I just get into a very, very dark place. Yeah. You still there? You froze. Maybe you got a text. There you are. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, yeah. Is with it. yeah, no, no, <laughs> for sure. I, I feel I'm, I'm grateful for that too. If I were living by myself, which I used to enjoy, um, but I think during this time it would be really, really hard to have that isolation. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see, I made a, a few notes about. Sorry, I'm just looking over these notes um, no, you're okay. that I made when I was looking through some of the, the posts you made recently. I wanted to ask, I mean, we kind of already went into it a little bit, but you're, you're working on a new album. Um, mm -hmm. You said this will be like your debut album? Yes. And yeah, you, yeah. Do you have a, a date that you're hoping to release it? Uh, yeah, I'm hoping June 16th. Uh, that's my mom's birthday, and I just got... Uh -huh. <laughs> That would be kind of nice to release it. Um, it's going to be a double album. So the first half I want to release 
in June. Then the second half, I want to release uh, either in July or August. So okay, okay, yeah. And you had said that it'll further expand on isolation, anxiety, God, and death, and what it means to be human. That's something that you wrote recently. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's it's kind of loosely a concept album in some ways. Um, that's you know basically about this character who's in love with this ghost and it's kind of like them sort of like exploring those topics about god and like what happens after we die and like what it is what does it mean to be alive but at the same time it's also um it's also very reflective honestly of just my life you know that's why like writing this album has been kind of interesting just because before this happened my music dealt with isolation and anxiety and all those things Mm -hmm. um so now the situation's kind of intensified that in some ways. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm super excited. It's, it's, in my opinion, I think it's the best work uh, that I've done thus far. And I'm like incredibly excited to share it. What so. are you liking about it? Like what makes it feel like this is a, a new level? Um, just my confidence as a, as a writer, as a lyricist, mm-hmm. um, as a songwriter, I'm just... I don't know. I'm just like, I'm, I'm very confident in what I'm doing and the kind of music that I'm making right now. And it's some of the best lyrics I think I've ever written. Like I was listening to one song um, that is, that is completely about God and it's called right now it's called reflections. The title might change, Mm -hmm. but just listening, let's listening to the playback. I was just very proud of myself (laughs) for the lyrics. I was just Mm -hmm. like, yes, it's just, this is capturing a feeling that I've been trying to translate for the last few years. And for whatever reason, I couldn't do it. Uh, but now I can, now I feel like I'm in a position where I can articulate myself the way that I wanted to. What is your, what does your songwriting process look like? How do you, you know, when you, how does an idea of a song come to you? How do you start fleshing it out? What does that look like? So honestly, every song that I make is, um, initially freestyle. Uh, so the first thing that I try to do when I write a song is kind of find the, the way that I want to sing the song or rap the song. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like a lot of times, sometimes it's not about what you say as much as it is how you say it. So I first try to find like the rhythm of the words itself uh-huh. and I'll just kind of like mumble a bunch of nonsense and then maybe a few phrases that are actually good. I'll keep. Uh-huh. And then I just kind of expand on that. So are you um, doing that like into your phone or how do you, do you yeah. remember it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Literally just into my phone. And then I just listen to a bunch of nonsense and then I find a few lines that I really like. And then I just, I start writing um, after that. So then you'll, you'll kind of start with the, the words that sounds like the rhythm and kind of the flow of it. And then, then where does it move to? How do you work on putting the music to it? Um, so, so the first thing that comes first is the music itself. So usually I already have like a beat or whatever. Okay. Um, and then the words come after that because I feel like the music, I, I don't know, I could be wrong, but I feel like the music part is what people pay attention to first in most songs. Mm-hmm. It's like, how does, I don't know, the guitar or the drums or whatever, how does it make you feel? Mm-hmm. And then usually you listen to whatever, whatever it is a person is saying. So first is the music. Um, I start freestyling to the music, a bunch of nonsense. Then usually I start writing like a long form 
long form lyrics, just like incredibly long lyrics. And then I just take the best lines out of that and condense it into the song. Okay. Kind of edit it down. Yeah, I, I feel like sometimes less is more. So I try, to, I try my best to kind of simplify my lyrics to say as much as I need to say in as little as possible. I so. like the idea of that you're in love with a ghost. How did, yeah. you, how did you come up with that idea? Uh, so two things. I was watching, as usual, I was just watching a bunch of anime. Um, mm-hmm. There's this old school anime called Yu Yu Hakusho, which is basically about this kid who died and he becomes this like ghost detective. And then I was um, watching a bunch of old white stripe videos and I was watching fell in love with a girl. Mm-hmm. And I just like, I don't know why that title was just so catchy to me. And then I was like, one day I was, I found the music for fell in love with a ghost and uh, I don't know, it just stuck out. And I was just like, yeah. Oh, that's the concept of this record. So yeah. Yeah. It was like super random. That's really cool. It's it's neat to uh, hear how things sort of manifest for you. Yeah. Um, if it's okay, I want to pivot to, you know, because because this is sort of a show that's obviously as comfortable as you are with whatever you want to share, not share is totally fine. Um, mm-hmm. But one of the things that I want to ask, because this is a show about, you know, mental health with a special a special focus on awareness of that and people's experiences with that. You talked about anxiety being something that you've experienced. Are you comfortable sharing like what that looks like for you? Like how it feels or the things you think about when you're feeling anxious? Yeah. Um, so my anxiety, I mean, I still have anxiety. It's not as bad as it used to be. Um, initially, I would have anxiety to the point where if I was in a public space with too many people, mm-hmm. I would have like, at the time I didn't realize there were panic attacks. I just didn't know why I suddenly would feel lightheaded and yeah. why I was suddenly shaking. Um, now my anxiety is more just, uh, I guess anxiety about the future and anxiety about, you know, what happened if I don't, what happens if I don't get to live out my dreams? What happens if I don't get to go as far as I would like to yeah. uh, to be? And then there's other times where it's just like I get anxiety just thinking about different things that has that has happened to me in the past, and I would just get stuck in this weird loop that's like I don't know how to explain it, but like almost an out of body experience kind of thing, uh, where I'll think about the past and things that kind of traumatized me and I would just kind of I just kind of stay there sometimes literally for hours in my apartment just thinking about the same thing in loop um so I mean that's something I'm that's something I'm kind of getting better at um I guess sometimes that still sometimes that still does happen just not as not as much as it used to okay yeah those ruminations kind of anxious ruminations were the thoughts I the way I uh, put it sometimes is that they're really sticky it's like even if you can have one side of your brain that may be saying like that happened a long time ago or you, you know yeah. you could like kind of talk to yourself but the thoughts are just so sticky that it's hard to pull yourself out of that like record spinning around and around yeah literally and and just like it feels like it lasts for hours that's why that's why I said I'm happy to have my partner because I can't imagine 
my mental space during this, uh, especially when I get in those kind of zones. It's very, it's very hard for me to kind of snap out of that. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah. <laughs> Does anything work? Do you, I mean, what, do you try any techniques to manage those moments? Um, I mean, I try to, I guess I try to sometimes think of something positive or try to remind myself, like, you know, that was how many ever years ago, life is better now. Or I try to, I try my best, or what I'm learning now is to learn how to breathe uh-huh. so I can understand that I'm in the present moment right now. This is what's presently happening and kind of, kind of just acknowledging the good things that are currently happening in my life. Because yeah. if I don't do that, what happens is I will literally kind of forget what's happening and I just kind of go back to that particular moment in time and just think like why did this happen or why did I not respond a different way or whatever so um, just kind of practicing mindfulness and understanding okay this is where I'm at right now let's just focus on what's happening right now so and that's not an uncommon I mean I'm not you know, we're not getting into the specific content of the types of things you're thinking about. I don't want to, I don't want to push that. Um, but Mm -hmm. it's, it's definitely not an uncommon form of anxiety to get focused on maybe something that you said to somebody one time that came out the wrong way or whatever, just like reviewing it. What, what must have they thought of me or I should have done something different. But then there's also, you know, the possibility, again, I don't know what kinds of things you're thinking about of maybe, uh, reliving like traumatic experiences or processing that processing that trauma um, where you might feel kind of stuck too um, are there certain times of of days that you find that you are more vulnerable to getting in those thought loops um mainly like if is if the weather's like incredibly bad um, mm-hmm. like if it's super rainy out or super gray, I start to just kind of get into that space where I just start to kind of slip away further and further and just think about a lot of things in the past further and further and further and further. Um, That's why the situation is kind of interesting or kind of sucks because before this, one of the things that helped me so much was working out, was going to the gym, was taking walks, was going outside, you know? So now being, you know, being in a situation where you can't really do any of those things, it's just been, super challenging so right right um i mean i appreciate your someone just wrote which i appreciate this comment i love this interview the interviewer is asking really in-depth questions that i love i think this person also mentioned that you're meditating too as a way to cope with that yeah 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 no i i want to ask you know i'm it's obviously it's whatever you're comfortable with but the idea here is to help put some shine some light on mental health things that people and artists go through um like these kinds of anxieties or, or there's ruminating kind of thought loops um, the other sort of category of thinking that you mentioned earlier is what if I don't, what if I don't, you know, kind of achieve my dreams or the, the things that I visualize for myself? Are you comfortable yeah. sharing what, what those dreams are? Like what, what success would look like to you? I mean, for, for me, uh, personally, you know, I would like to take my music and just like my art, um, as far as possible. Like I would love to, in an ideal situation, I would love to break into mainstream culture. Uh 
in some way and like impact culture in some type of way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm an incredibly ambitious person, but I also think I have the kind of personality and kind of drive where I think I could pull it off. Um, but sometimes, but sometimes my problem is I get so obsessed about thinking about those things that I don't take time to really appreciate the things that I've already accomplished or appreciate the people who already support me. Um, I get so kind of caught up in what happened if this doesn't happen, if this doesn't happen and, and I lose sight of like, I have a pretty damn good life compared to how my life used to be so many years ago. I should be really grateful that right now I currently have people who appreciate what I do. Yeah. I mean, even in this interview, the fact that you, you know, that you contacted me, I should be, I should show gratitude for those kind of things and not get so caught up in, well, if I don't become the biggest, whatever, then, you know, it was all in vain. It's like, I have to understand, well, no, I'm, I'm, I'm impacting people's lives, even if it's on a smaller scale. So, right. I think it's like, you know, there's a balance. I mean, it's, oh, totally okay to be ambitious and to be, you know, to use kind of a cliched example, but like you can be on a journey, like you're trying to drive somewhere in particular and like, that's the end goal, but you can also enjoy like what you're seeing along the way. It doesn't mean you don't need to go for that drive, but, but you can still like appreciate the beauty and get out, look at the lake or I don't know, whatever that's, on the journey. No, totally. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to find. And that's why I said this quarantine has kind of allowed me to really just reflect on a lot of things. And that's what I'm trying to learn. Just like be more present, be more mindful. Mm -hmm. Um, But like you said, you can still have that kind of end goal, but kind of enjoy, enjoy the journey along the way. And that's something that I struggle with all the time. I think, I think we all do. Um, Yeah. Do you feel like, as far as your trajectory goes, how you were thinking about, you know, you had shows set up, you're working on an album. Do you mm-hmm. feel as though this quarantine has, I don't know, put put anything on pause or held you up with some of the things that you imagined, you know, the way they might unfold this year? Um, yes and no. I mean, yes, in the sense of, playing live shows or like having, you know, live events, it certainly has drew that off. (laughs) Um, Because I was technically booked for the rest of the year. But so that part is it's thrown off. But Mm -hmm. far as everything else, it's kind of it's kind of helped, um, at least in terms of like social media. I feel like I'm getting more attention. My streams have gone up more. People seem to be paying attention to what I'm doing or saying or posting more just because people are at home really and they don't have anything else to do so i feel like for me in some ways this situation has given me an advantage because i am somebody who posts pretty consistently even before all this happened Mm -hmm. and i I strongly am an advocate for social media and and social media marketing so in that sense i feel like it has helped me more because people are paying attention to what i'm doing I feel like far more than what they did before this happened. Okay. So, okay. I mean, I definitely hear in a lot of things that you're saying that you, you're kind of using the moment. Maybe not every day you're able to do that, but you're, you're adapting, you're using, you're seeing the benefits, some of the benefits that it could have for you. Yeah. Yeah. On the whole, how has this been for you? Would you say, 
you know, there's hard days, but I'm hanging in there or it's been really hard. Like on the whole, how has it felt to be through going through this? On the whole, I, I really, I really do feel like um, there's been hard days, but for the most part, again, I, I think just because of my past life and kind of so many different things I've been through, it's for the most part prepared me for a moment like this mentally, yeah. emotionally, uh, spiritually, psychologically. So for the most part, I do feel um, pretty okay. I just feel more, I guess, compassion for other people who aren't doing as well, you know what I mean? So um, hearing people being more suicidal and things like that, I do have more compassion uh, and apathy for people in that sense. But for the most part, I've been pretty, pretty okay. Okay. Well, that's a good lead to my next question, which is I've, I've been asking everybody, do you have any, what advice or tips do you have for people for getting through this time? What's been effective for you? Uh, so two things, like I said, I would uh, advise people to start practicing meditation. Mm-hmm. Uh, just start very small and not anything mm-hmm. crazy. Start five minutes there. Um, another thing I've been telling some friends is something that I used to do when I was homeless is I used to have a little notebook um, and I started a project that was called Why Is Today Good? So every single day for a year during that time, I would literally write why that particular day was good, even if nothing amazing happened. Like I remember the first time I wrote, why is today good? Because I'm breathing. And at first it feels awkward. And at first it feels like nothing is happening and it seems ridiculous. But over time, it really changes your perspective on on life and the way that you look at yourself and the way that you look at the world. Um, You know, it's all the cliche stuff that when you do practice gratitude, amazing things do happen to you, at least just mentally, you know what I mean? Mentally and emotionally. Do you still keep that notebook or do that practice? Yeah, I still do that practice. I don't do it every single day as much uh, anymore. Um, But I still, I still certainly do it at least a couple of times a week or a few times a week. What are you, what are you grateful for today? This conversation. <laughs> I'm grateful for, honestly, you're always one of my, you know, personal, one of my favorite musicians uh, of the scene. So I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful that I got to see my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm grateful that I have a place to stay. I'm grateful that I have someone to spend my life with. I'm grateful. I'm grateful that for whatever reason, um, I am inspiring people in the community in some way. Uh, yeah. Thank you. That uh, made me feel kind of emotional hearing you say all those things. Is yeah. where, where can people I have two questions? Is there anything that you want to add or share with the listeners? After we're, after we're done in the next day or so. So it'll be up there for people to watch. So is there anything that you want to share? Anything else you'd like to say? And then the second question is, where can people find your music and support you? Okay. Um, as far as anything else to share, I think we covered almost everything. I, like I said, I have an album coming out next mm-hmm. month um, that I think you should listen to. It's very kind of genre fluid type of record uh-huh. with hip hop and indie rock and all types of stuff. Uh-huh. Um, and as far as where to find me, you can find me here, uh, 
Instagram slash Boys vs. Girls 1986. Um, you can stream my music on Spotify, iTunes, Boys vs. Girls, literally on every major streaming platform. So okay. follow me because I, I write cool stuff sometimes. Do you have a memo? <laughs> yeah, I do. Uh, it's Will Ramsey 86. And that's W-I-L-L-R-A-N-S-E-Y 86? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much, Will, for agreeing to do this and for sharing so openly. Well, thank you. This has been a really cool experience. So this was great to see you again. Hopefully we'll get to see you in person sooner than later. Oh, we, we will just got to stay positive, but we will. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Well, thank you so much. I'm going to close this out. Thanks. Will. All right. See ya. Okay. That was, that was wonderful. That was William Ramsey. Um, if you missed it, I'm going to be putting it on YouTube. It'll be in my story for the next, uh, 24 hours and then it'll go up on YouTube. He was really open and candid about, you know, his experience and some of the the mental health struggles he goes through. I'm going to close out with this song. And, uh, this is a song I thought about doing this one because, um, this is a song I used to do a lot at the gallery cabaret, which is where I met Will doing open mics and, uh, it's kind of a pretty day and this song is called accident, which is kind of about being grateful for pretty days. Okay. Stars don't wait for the earth to rotate, they keep on shining in the sky. And the bees don't wait to pollinate, they've got lots of flowers to try. I'm sitting outside looking at the force of nature, it's quite a lovely thing. And every time you trip is an accident, is an accident, do you think?
see the bees outside They're in their highway Fly along their way I'm sitting all alone just It's a Sunday kind of day It's a Sunday kind of day It's a Sunday kind of day my song accident you can find that on spotify i don't need to talk to the microphone anymore uh you can find that on spotify just look up jessica risker all these episodes are going to be on youtube including this one that i just did tomorrow i've got joseph chavison he's a label mate of mine on western vinyl i'm really excited to talk to him not only about how he's doing during quarantine but also how does he balance being a parent and going on tour and living a musician life which is something that um, I'm really interested to learn more about and talk to him. So please come back tomorrow, 2.30 Central Time, right here uh, at my profile, Jessica Risker. And hope you guys are doing well. Get outside today, talk to somebody, and uh, stay safe. And thanks for watching.